It is Friday here on the Inside the Pylon Quick Kicks podcast, and that means only one thing, Mark. Kicker Friday. It is Kicker Friday, and just as we do every week, we are going to be focusing on uh, the kicking game and on some different aspects here. And today we are joined by, uh, frankly, a kicking expert out there. He runs one of the bigger camps uh, for kickers uh, at the high school level. Looking to teach them, I think, some of the uh, the key technique as well as uh, really lay the path for them to potentially uh, find some uh, offers from some pretty big schools out there. And the man I am talking about is none other than Brandon Cornblue from Cornblue Kicking. Uh, you can visit his website at cornbluekicking.com. And Brandon, I appreciate you joining us today. Absolutely. Appreciate the, uh, the opportunity to, to talk with you guys. I always love, love talking kicking. Yeah, and, and I'm curious just to begin with, uh, how'd you end up getting into kicking? It's not something that I think most people wake up, you know, uh, you know, when they're five or six years old and say, man, I really want to do that. So I'm curious what your path was into kicking. I think that's one of the things that, uh, that has, has helped our uh, Cormier Kicking as a, as a business to grow and, and um, you know, have the the uh, success and reputation that we do is just because it's something that I'm very passionate about just at the core of who I am. And it's been that way since I was a little kid, uh, you know, growing up, um, I like pro football, but I love college football. And so I grew up as a, um, as a Michigan Wolverine fan and where I ended up going to, going to school. But, um, but I would grow up and, and, and just love Saturdays and being able to watch games and, and see guys kicking game winning field goals and, and that was just something that I, you know, from the time I was a little kid, at least uh, six, seven years old, um, I've got pictures that, uh, that I, you know, uh, and art projects that I did when I was that age that of me, you know, kicking a uh, football. And, and, um, and so that's something that from, from an early age I had dreamed of doing and, and wanted to do. And so just, you know, over the course of, of my, of my life, uh, as I got older and going to, going to camps and, you know, learning from guys and, and watching and studying and, and uh, you know, and then playing and, and then turning it into uh, turning a business. I never, I never uh, had a goal or, or thought of uh, running camps, but that was just kind of how, how God directed my steps and the, the, uh, just following, following the passion um, that I had for it in the game um, and wanting to be involved with it um, as long as I could. And, and so here I am. Brandon, what was that experience like for you? You said you grew up a fan of the Wolverines, and then, as you said, you went on and you played for the Maize and Blue. You pulled on that helmet. What was that like? <laughs> nothing, nothing like it. You know, and every every kid, you know, has a dream of doing something, and and um, and very few get to actually, you know, fulfill that. And um, you know, I tell kids all the time at our camps, you know, you, you there's a, there's a difference between, you know. Um, you know, a wish and, and a dream, and um, and and you, if it's just a wish, you know, you don't you don't really put action into doing it. But but when you when you try and turn that that dream or that wish into a dream, or you know, and then into a goal, you have to make sacrifices and you have to do things um, and really put in a lot of hard work and, and sacrifice to make that happen. And you know, and I did that, and um, I had a lot of support and help along the way. But but uh, but ultimately, it was something I wanted so badly. That um, I was willing to to uh, to pay the price in terms of workouts and academics and 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 keeping my grades high and and um, you know and just practicing and working and training and doing everything I could in my power to um, you know to try and reach that goal and 
to fulfill it was was uh, you know obviously an incredible um, you know feeling and um, and to be part of you know uh, my my career at Michigan, where I was um, not a not even a starter, but but just being part of um, uh, you know I turned down uh, some scholarships to, to to live my dream of playing for for the school that I had always wanted to play for and. And I uh, was part of a national championship team, and 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 did get a chance to play. And, and Tom Brady was my holder, um, you know, and uh, uh, had had some some incredible uh, teammates and experiences there um, during my my four and a half seasons, uh, four and a half years there. But um, but yeah, absolutely, absolutely an incredible um, you know feeling to be in that uniform and to to be part of a, a program that that has just so much history and tradition. And um, you know, it's certainly certainly was well worth all the all the work that went into it now how was tom brady as a holder he was a great holder he was a great <laughs> holder he was you know he's a little bit of a better quarterback than he is a holder but um but yeah he was he was great at everything he did he was he's just a you know a leader and um and just a um you know anybody that that uh, that knows uh and and has known tom is not surprised by his success because um you know certainly nobody could predict the the level of success he's had but but uh, nobody's surprised by it just because the way he conducted himself the way he led um you know um that our our team when when by, by the time he got to be a starter and an upperclassman um he was he was a leader on our team one of the things that I found amazing uh, through my career in college when, when when I was kicking was simply the feeling when you had that in your entire line blocking for you and there's this chaos around you and yet somehow everything you're, you're in this bubble where everything somehow seems very still and I'm wondering if that's something that you experienced as well and and if it was can you talk just a little bit about the feeling when you're actually kicking behind a line because it's it, it's something that's different from just kicking with a tee or with a, a holder there and, and just that feeling when you have that rush around you and yet you're still trying to stay as as still and as cool as possible yeah i, I never um necessarily uh had the same analogy of, of kicking behind a line but it but it but just with the you know with with the game situation of everything like you said that's happening around you and the the fans and the um, you know, and, and, and all that, the lights and all that comes with a game situation, you know, that's where, you know, the guys who are more mentally focused and, and tough, um, I think are the ones that, that end up having the most success, um, because, you know, uh, whether it's a, um, you know, I remember my first g- kick ever in a game, uh, as a freshman on JV in high school and, and it was just a, an extra point, but I remember being so nervous for that kick just because it was a count, a kick that counted and mattered and it, and it my team was, was relying on me and, um, you know, and, and you have to be able to step up. And so obviously over time you get more experienced and those kicks aren't as big a deal anymore and you get, you get comfortable with those and then you have the, the game, the, the kicks in the third or fourth quarter that that matter a lot more, and and then you know sometimes you get the chances for a game winner, but but either way it's it's um you know the, the pressure mounts as you as you get older and and uh, and getting bigger and bigger games, and and you have to be able to to handle that and 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 want to be in those moments in order to be successful, and and those are you know a lot of times those those kickers who are who are the most successful they. I think I think it's something you're 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 born with. It's kind of a demeanor that you have, but it's also something you can you can develop and work at it. Um, but um, but some some guys, um, you know, obviously have that coolness um, and just demeanor more than others. So certainly helps. 
Talking with Brandon Cornblue of Cornblue Kicking. And Brandon, we've seen an explosion, I think, in the last decade or two uh, of kicking camps and specialist development. I'm curious, when you look at the camps that you run, what makes them unique? What makes them stand out from some of the other ones that are out there? Well, I think we, we try and accomplish um, a couple different things. We're trying to you know help guys. I got into this um, because of, like I mentioned, the the, the just the, the love I have for the game and the position and the respect I have for it. And, um, and so as a, really just as an instructor and trying to, to help guys develop their technique and, and being very detailed uh, myself, just, just having a skill set to be able to, to analyze and to evaluate guys and to help them um, you know, and, and teach it and, and, ha- and just be a teacher first. Um, and then... You know, the, the second part of it, um, you know, kind of comes into the, the help with recruiting, that guys get to a certain level, um, you know, and, and then they don't have anywhere to go um, because recruiting is just so much different for kickers, punters, and long snappers than it is for other positions. And so that was the motivation to, to get into that um, uh, because there was just a, a need for it. And I, and I was just so frustrated by guys I was coaching and got to a certain level but um, but so many of the of the camps, unfortunately, were um, I felt and I saw were, were really unbiased and unfair in their evaluation and the way they they um, they ran ran what they were doing and, and did what they were doing. So um, that was my motivation to kind of to help the guys that I cared about and put so much time and effort into helping. Um, and so just kind of over time, was able to build up a, a network of, of coaches and. And going to these uh, coaching conventions and, and networking with coaches, and obviously having the the connection with Michigan. There's such a, you know, um, a respect for when I talk to coaches about about having gone through there and, and knowing so many people that have have some kind of connection with the, with either with Michigan or the Big Ten, and um, and so that's just it's just blossomed and, and just grown from there. The Michigan University of Michigan camp was the first college camp that I ran. Um, uh, a year after I started uh, cornbread kicking, and and from there, you know, at, at one, and then now at uh, at this summer, we're twenty twenty college camps that we'll be uh, partnered with. Um, so it's certainly um, just grown uh, by leaps and bounds uh, in the last ten years. Um, but um, I think the other the other part of it too that that kind of separates myself is is being a Christian and being a guy who who really tries to um, kind of have a uh, to lead my life with with, with biblical values, um, kind of the Chick Fil A model, where everything is is trying to um, to honor God and, and to to be humble and, and to do the kind of things with character and honesty and integrity. Um, and, and, and it's in a world and in a field and industry where there's not a ton of it. And so I think by being having that honesty with not only the athletes and parents, but also the college coaches that we talk to and, and network with. Um, I'm never uh, in a position where I'm, um, or trying not to be in a position where I'm just a pushing a guy, just to push a guy. I'm, I'm, I'm being honest on on all ends, and uh, and um, you know I think it it's led to long term a trust being built with with a number of colleges and programs, and then then the word spreads with the kids and the parents. They know that they're going to get a fair opportunity to show what they can do. They're going to get a fair opportunity whether they're a, a young beginning kicker or punter or snapper or and uh, you know an expert and a, and a more advanced kid, um, they're all going to be treated the same, and, and that's our goal. Is you know every kid, no matter what level you're at, what your background is, you know we're going to try and give you your your uh, you know what you paid for in, in attending a camp or a lesson, 
and um, and and just trying to help you help you get better and develop. And um, so it's uh, it's it's been working well so far. When you talk about the improvements that we've seen in kickers really at every level over the last 15 to 20 years, how much of that do you think is uh, a direct result of camps such as your own, getting kids involved at an earlier age and teaching them the proper technique, the proper mindset? How much, do, how much of a factor do you think you play in the shift that we're seeing at every level? We have NFL kickers now as accurate as they've ever been. Uh and I'm curious where you think you fit into that entire puzzle. Um, I definitely think it's 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 played a large role, and and not just me, but just in 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 all the the, the kicking coaches and camps that are out there. Um, I, I I do you know hesitate. There are certain certain coaches that um, you know that that I, I don't feel are uh, coach as well as others. And there's there's also there's a ton of guys who who are kind of lesser. Um, known that do a great job in coaching and so but but either way um you know the some coaching is better than nothing and that's kind of what has been you know uh, if you look at the just the culture of, of football in general and, and from nfl to college to high school you see very few um you know uh, real uh, kicking co- coaches that really understand kicking or punting um on the staffs of these of these teams and programs so because of that um, you know, if, if you can have a guy who's done it and has some experience and he's willing to, to help, uh, you know, do some camps or, or, or even just private lessons or, or even just help a guy on the side, um, you know, obviously that is extremely helpful because there's so many kids out there that need help that aren't getting it. And so there's, there's, no, there's no question in my mind that, that, uh, that the increase in camps has, has been a, a direct um, impact and influence on, on why, um, the, the numbers of statistics of all these, um, you know, uh, uh, kickers have have improved over the over the last ten fifteen years without question. Brandon, kickers are widely known as I think being misunderstood in terms of the the way that they need to be coached. And I'm curious what your thoughts are as to where the disconnect is. There is it simply not enough information on the the technique and the technical side or is it not understanding the mentality when we talk about how special teams coordinators and so forth try to coach their specialists i think it's both um you know i think obviously the technique is not there because if if you haven't done it it's really tough uh, I think it's, you can you can if you haven't done it you can you can coach it to a level to a certain level um, kind of some some basic fundamentals but then once you get to you know a higher level if you haven't you know, been there and you don't know the intricacies of the position, um, it, it's really hard to, to, to help a guy who you, you, you're, you've only been with a short time and you, you haven't been with him through his entire career and, and to be able to adjust him and fix him um, if he's having a, a bad day or a bad, you know, uh, streak. So, um, you know, it's, the technique is, is, a, is a huge part of that, but then also the, the mental side. Um, you know, I think a lot of times, um, you know, coaches, football coaches will treat their their specialists as they do uh, a linebacker or a lineman, and it's it's a totally different mindset. You can't a kicker who is trying, you know, really fired up and and, and angry, or his 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 uh, emotions are too high uh, or too low. Um, typically, can't perform at their peak performance, and and you need to have kind of the the even more even keel um, 
uh, adrenaline as a quarterback would uh, or a golfer would. And um, and when a coach understands that and uh, treats a kicker that way, usually um, he's going to get get much more out of his out of his uh, player, whoever that is, um, than if he you know is treating him you know as as he would a linebacker. Because a linebacker, you can get him. And there, and and I would say that there are some kickers that do better when when they get you know in uh, you know a coach in their face and and really get them get on try to get get a fire lit under them sometimes and and but that's the exception rather than the rule most uh, most most kickers um, you know uh, aren't going to uh, achieve their peak performance when they're when they're being treated that way just like a quarterback wouldn't so uh, when coaches understand the both of those things then then they're gonna they're gonna get a lot lot better better results. Brandon, to that point, in your camps and you're, when you're doing these clinics and things, how much of the mental component do you address? Typically, um, it's not it, – if it's a, just a one-time thing, if it's a, uh, you know, a private lesson or, or a group lesson or a camp, if it's just the first time or second time that I've seen a kid, you, know, there's, you can't get into it too, too in-depth. Um, there are a couple – uh, camps that we we will bring a sports psychologist in and kind of talk about that if we have time, but um, but typically more of that is done o- over the long term relationships and, and kind of the the guys that that I've been with a long time uh, that have either you know have been with me through all through their high school career and college career and and uh, and up to the pros. Those are the guys that you know having those conversations over the phone um, as they're they're dealing with a. Um, you know, a certain situation that they they're struggling with or just need help with. Um, that's typically where the the mental side that that um, that I can help with. There, you know, there's a couple books out there that I recommend to kickers when they're they're struggling mentally. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's it's typically more of we get into that uh, more of the in depth mental um, uh, thinking and, and training more so on on. The, once you get to know a guy and knows what what uh, how we can we can help him more personally and individually, Brandon. If uh, someone's interested in attending one of your camps, what's the process to uh, to go about it? Uh, it's pretty simple. You just uh, go to a website. Um, you know, all pretty much all the information is there <clears throat> under under events. It kind of lists all the different types of events we have um, for you know, for for guys of all levels and all different parts of the country. Um, depending on what they're looking for, whether they're looking for instruction or, or uh, exposure, or if it's a college guy looking for some training, um, or a pro guy, it's it's uh, a lot of different options. We're I think we've been very fortunate to be in in South Florida in the Naples Naples Fort Myers area where you know the weather is tropical you know year round, and and so we have the the uh, the luxury of of in in January and February and March you know to be able to do some combine training. So we've been able to, to kind of build that up over the last couple of years. And I think that's will continue to grow. Um, but in terms of the other camps, it's all on our website. And, and if you have questions, then uh, through email and, and um, uh, our, our phone number is, is right there on the website or, um, or Twitter, you know, things like that. We've got lots of different ways that uh, you can get a hold of me. And, and, uh, and uh, we're, we're here to help. Very good. Brandon, we uh, really appreciate you joining us, uh, and, and thank you again for the time today. I know you run a busy schedule in the summer, so uh, certainly appreciate you taking a little bit of time to chat with us today. Well, I appreciate you guys um, you know, giving, giving a, a more of a voice to two kickers. We've we, uh, we got to stick together. 
Look, it's it's all we got, right? If if we don't have each other, you know, we, we don't we don't when have. When are you anything. guys going to see each other at the next kickers union meeting? When's that? We're voting for a new president, I think, this fall. Isn't that right? So, in any case, Brandon, thanks again. Brandon Cornblue from cornbluekicking.com. Uh, that is all the time we have for the day, and we will see you after the weekend. Have a safe weekend. Have a happy weekend, and we'll be back here on Monday.